kicking down all the doors, guarantee you, boy, if I ask for it, it's gotta be real big. I gotta make it just for my kids and for their kids, it's kids, that's wealth, years and years. Promise my brother, soon as he out and finish this bid, we finna do it bigger than anybody ever did. The odds is real big, jobs, that's real big. Satan trying a little, my God, is real big. Stayed up on the grind on the cars, is real big. I gotta do it big, the only way that I can live. And I promise I'm trying to, before you count me out, homie, let me remind you, they was blocking the shine, now I think it's my time to, capping them dollar signs like lights, they'll blind you, let me rewind to, back when I was broken, I couldn't acquire two cents, and now I got two wrists, they was sleeping on me, homie, must have got two bits. Call my phone, I be like, who this? Damn right, hell yeah, I'm brand new, smell like can too, I'm fresh forever like can food, try and tell me what I can't do. Hello, everybody, for tuning in to a new episode of TK's Chronicles of a Black Sheep. I'm your host, TK, the Black Sheep. I have my awesome host with me tonight, DA, Nika Pinks. And we have our special guest. We love him to pieces. He has rocked with us for a while since the first time and we love to have him back and plus we bug him a lot during the week so we have mr Derek jones from relationship gumbo tonight thank you for having me back it's always most. a fun time i'm ready <laughs> most deaf it always is yeah you better be yo it's gonna go down tonight you, you ready you you got your guns loaded you know, I'm always packing. What you talking about? You know, oh. I'm always popping off hot rocks. Oh, I know right there. I'm like, you too. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, hey, that's 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 what's up. So, um, in case you didn't tune in last week, I'm sure this week's topic is maintaining, creating, and maintaining boundaries. Like, we know a lot of times we just live life. Just go on. You normally don't think you have to create boundaries with co-workers, family, friends, a lot of people that you have to interact with in just day-to-day life. And a lot of times, you know, that's when the disrespect or the, the dysfunction comes in. So as part as definitely on being in the new year, um, starting off on a good foot, getting those tools and everything in. We brought Derek in, of course, to help us learn those boundaries, how to create the boundaries, how to maintain, and what are boundary violations. So, um, uh, DA, since you you got your guns blazing, you 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 got a question you want to start off with tonight? Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna just go for the jugular. So okay, how do you? How do you check those habitual boundary <laughs> breakers? Like you said, you can have set boundaries, like that's all fine and good. You can do all this stuff and kumbaya, but you still gonna have them individuals that's gonna continue to to overstep them boundaries. How you like let them know like what's the business? Well, it it's just like um I hate to say it, but it's just like how you have to do kids. There's got to be a consequence for it. Right? And you got to say, you know, in so many words, you know, I tried to, I told you that that this isn't, you know, cool. Like, I don't, this, you know, I'm busy or whatever. And then you got to be like, you know, the next time you do it, 
I might, I might have to lock pick your call up. I might have to do whatever because I got things to do. Whatever it is, whatever the boundary is, you got to let them know, like, I'm not going to be available to you. It's hard to do. I had to do that with my mama and I had to be real stern. It was hard. But now, you know, she she understands it. I had to do it like 10 times, but she she gets it now because I had to take I had to make myself unavailable. Cause she was used to me jumping, like if she needed some help every time. And I was like, I can't, I got other things going on now. Like I got, I got, a, I got my own house to take care of. And she was like, okay. And then she would call the next day and be like, so can you? And I'm like, no, you can't mom, stop. Like hear my tone. I had to do that with my mom. And she was like, why are you talking to me like that? And I'm like, you, you didn't listen to what I'm, what I've said the last five times. <laughs> you cut off my dudes like that. Dang. I had to. I had to. Oh, I wouldn't have did that when I was like twenty, but now that I'm forty eight, like she, she, I can't. <laughs> you're not gonna keep. You're not gonna keep sunning me, mom. I, I know I'm your son, but I got I got other responsibilities Damn, you, now. You went Rick James, cold blood. I had to. Sometimes you got to do that, like at the expense of them feeling away or being sad or being upset with you. We we already talked about this, because at the end of the day, if you don't do it, you're going to suffer. So it's so if I got to choose me or you, it's gonna be me every time. <laughs> now Sorry. that's big facts. That that is definitely big big facts because even in a situation, you notice even family can be a lot of takers versus givers. So, like you said, in that situation, like where you had to keep telling your mom, but you already had created that pattern. That when she called, you busting the moves. And when you actually go to put that that wall up, she's like, wait a minute. Hold on. Like, what where, where the, where the gate to unlock? And it happens. I had to do that with my dad. And that was very hard for me to do. Um, because early, like years back, he was basically really disabled. He was morbidly obese. And he, being, he was kind of bed bound. So he called, hey, daddy, baby, can can you come go to the store? And I live on one side of town, and he lived the other side of town. And I'm just getting off work, picking up the baby, and I got to go on this side of town. And when you go for him, you got to go to his house, get this long list, money, go to the store, come back, put the groceries up. Like, it was one of them things. And then eventually, my mom hopped on the bandwagon. Where you going for your daddy? You can pick mommy up a couple things. And the next thing I know, I'm shopping for three households, including my own. And they were okay with it. But then it was like, it was people at the house that could have went right down the street to the store. And they did not. They be sitting there, feet swinging on the couch when I walk through the door. Ain't off with the grab groceries, nothing. And I'm like, but y'all gonna be ready to eat in a minute when this food is done. So mm-hmm. I had to cut that out and it was hard to do, uh, but I'm more comfortable now telling him no, or I ain't going to be able to do it than what I was before. Cause I'm like, when, when I, when I call you, it can be just to check on you. That phone call don't be getting picked up. But when you call me, you want me to up and jump to come help you or do something. And I'm like, yeah, I had to cut that cord. That, that was very hard though. But you you know you know what happens though when you do um put the boundary up and you stick by it they figure it out. Yes, they always figure it out, right? They and you do. think everything <laughs> rests on your shoulders until you take it away, and then it's like 
they figure it out. And it's, it, and it's like, so it really wasn't them. It was me. Yes. I put is. that on my shoulders. They didn't. Yeah, you you right, and and it it did. He he figured it out. Now he be gone. He get in his little. He hop on, get on in the little motorized chair, and he gone doing his by going about his business. So he he goes with no problem now. People are like, hey, I see your daddy in HB. I'm like, so he got it. Granted, he's not morbidly obese no more either, but. You know, he he moves around pretty well now. So I'm like, okay, well, yeah, that's going cut that cord. But it felt good. It, it felt good to say no. It hurt it a little bit, but it mm-hmm. it, it felt good to cut the cord because it, it took that excess off my shoulders. So yeah, yeah. So so what are what are boundaries then? Like that's just like cause what I'm listening, what I'm hearing is like. You were just getting used, so that's really to me my thought process. That's not a boundary. That's just you're a sucker for uh your people. Well, well, here's the thing. Let's say what you're saying, right? I'm a sucker. In order for me not to be a sucker, I have to erect a boundary. So the boundary was me telling my mom I'm not going to do it anymore, and that's the boundary. So when you put the boundary up. And they ignore what you're saying. They're trying to cross something that I said I wasn't going to do. And so now you got to say, look, this is where it stops. So you're erecting a boundaries because you being used doesn't feel good. It's taken away from your time. So now you have to create something in order for you to protect yourself. That's what that's where the boundary comes in. So basically a boundary just saying no. For in, a, in most cases, yeah. Yeah. In most in a lot of cases, but like the post that you that, uh that y'all had up on your page about the, the four different types of whatever the boundaries or whatever. So it's different mm-hmm. types, but at the end of the day, depending on the situation, that boundary doesn't necessarily have to be no, but it's a way for you to protect yourself from being used or giving too much of yourself. Sometimes you do people do it so much that it's unhealthy, but they put into mm-hmm. their head that that person or whatever the situation needs them so much that they keep overextending themselves. Yeah, because they feel like if if in 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 so on the other side of this, sometimes the person that is being used, sometimes there's something within them, maybe maybe some trauma or some childhood trauma that makes them feel like they have to be the one to always help. They always have to to be the one that that's there for everybody. Because they feel like if they don't, then they won't have they won't have the same connectivity to whatever the situation is, whether it's a relationship or a parent or whatever. So sometimes it goes deeper than you just being you. Sometimes people purposely put themselves in that situation. And so when they when they actually try to reach out for help or try to realize like this isn't working for me, then the first thing I'm gonna tell them is you're gonna have to erect some boundaries in order for you to be okay because you're doing too much. We all know people that do too damn much. And you be like, you're killing yourself. And it's like, you got to tell them no. And they're like, but yeah. they need me. They need me. And I'm like, no, they're going to be okay. I had to, My job, I'd never take off. Because I feel like if I take off, something's going to happen. And I really have to be <laughs> like, they're going to be all right <laughs> if I take a few days off. They, they're not going to, like, the thing ain't going to blow up. But in my head, I'm like, if I leave, somebody going to mess my stuff up while I'm gone. And then I'm going to have to come Ooh. back. And, and I... Man, I ain't even gonna tell y'all how much PTO I got, man. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's over 400 hours. Oh, oh wow. no, sir. I'm gonna need you to 
gonna take some months off. Baby, hey, you gonna need to retire with that. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna need you to take some time off. But I, I feel that way job wise as well. I felt that way. And like recently I took a day off last week, and when I came back, it was like double the work for me to do when I came back. Like disaster area. And I'm like, this is why I don't like taking off because I still have to go back and clean what somebody else thought they cleaned or should have cleaned. So I walk in, look like somebody had a whole cooking fest and this stuff everywhere. So that makes me not want to take off, but I got stuff to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it's, not, it's not healthy. It's not, I, I'm living it. It's not healthy. Like, people pleasing and it falls under all of that like you at some point you got to say look i mean it and like like duriel said it's saying no a lot of times it is saying no but then it has context because the first time you do it is normally not gonna work because they're so used to it so yes. you really gotta like put your foot down and say no i'm not sometimes just sometimes you gotta lie and be like you know what i'm busy today just so that they can get it like you don't have access to me and then Hopefully, over time they'll get it because it ain't the first couple of times it ain't gonna hit. No, especially if they know you, they'd be like, You don't be doing nothing anyway. Yep, I'm like, So that ain't the point. (laughs) Like, so it ain't the point. So, uh, when like we talk about the work thing, how do you create that boundary for work? Because you know, you got that one that got that little slickness, it may even be the boss. They got the little slickness, slickness tour or um, can be very, uh, what's the word I want to use, demeaning or whatever else. How do you create that boundary with the co-workers without getting fired? I don't really have that problem with, with my, the way I, the way that, that I work, especially now because everybody's at home, but. Mm. It, it it kind of falls under the same lines like it's tough because you got to be around them all the time yeah. um you really just have it, it's tough because the type of people who don't have boundaries when it comes to that it's hard because it's almost like you got to change your whole character just for them to kind of respect the boundaries and that's why it's so hard because yeah. it's like if i'm this nice person if i'm this accommodating person by nature and then I don't feel comfortable. Now I got to almost have to be mean to somebody to make them respect me. And and it's difficult for somebody to be like, look, John, I, I can't do that no more. And John's <laughs> looking at you like, yo, that that's not how you are, Derek. Like, what you, you joking, man, whatever. Man, you, let, let's go do. No, no, sir. When you start being stern like that, they either gonna respect you, they're gonna think it's a joke, or they're gonna be like, yo, like what's wrong? What's wrong with him? That we've been working together for 10 years. Like, yeah, I'll go, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm gonna get on. Yeah. That's, that's when you start getting that damn, you changed. Ooh. Yeah. So you gotta yeah. be, especially in the workplace, you gotta be careful because then they're gonna be like, oh, he's being mm-hmm. mean now. Like, hmm. yeah, you're not being a so, team player. Yeah, so. Yeah, <laughs> it's a sticky situation, but if you don't try anything, then you're destined to just kind of sit in that and be miserable. People do that in relationships too, they're afraid to speak up. You gotta have the boundaries in your relationships too. Newsflash, 
you 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 sit back and don't say nothing. You're gonna be miserable as hell inside your own little world in your head. You're gonna be like, damn it, I wish I could tell her I don't like this, but what if she <laughs> yells back at me? Or what if he I don't let me just be quiet. Well, you know you stepped on my toes the other day when you said that, because I've been in that situation. And that's when I was mentioning like you in knowing the person that you're with, you know what they can't handle they can dish it but a lot of times they can't handle it yep. so it's easy for them to cross that boundary versus somebody saying hey no this ain't what we're gonna do you know they can't handle it so yep. then you catch yourself where you're not really saying anything yeah yeah a lot of times like in relationships you have to do things like 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 for an example like if i'm sitting at home and I'm kind of like um, de-stressing after a, a long day of work. And then your significant other comes in and be like, look, so look, today, this is what happened. Hold, hold on, man. Just, I need, I need some time before yeah. you do that. <laughs> That's a boundary. <laughs> so Ooh. you gotta. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cause I, I had that bad. Now I was in that situation. I come home and it's like front doors, like, let me woosah, let me go over here, give me 15. And that person didn't know how to do that. They was yep. right here. And I'm yep. like, who I'd already yep. told you the day was rough though. Can, can you can you can and they may not and logically they may not know, but you should be able to set up a boundary that says when they come in, be like, Can you can you give me a minute? And then they need to respect that and just kind of chill yes, out. It's yeah, hard yeah. for a lot of people, but you gotta sit down when 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 y'all are and, and having good times and be like, hey, babe, you know what? Um, I'm going to need you to... <laughs> Next time you come home, I do want to hear about your day, <laughs> but I also need to take care of me first and make yeah. sure that I'm good so that I can receive it properly. You know, it's about mm. how you say it. It's about yeah. the tone. It's about now, the delivery. I, 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 I like that. Make sure receive it properly. I'm able to receive it. Mm-hmm. I also work. <laughs> and I got to get myself together. So just give me like 10 minutes. I'll be right with you. Go ahead and get yourself settled. And then we can kind of talk about it. And then hopefully they'll respect that. So the next time they know when you say, hey, babe, I need a minute, they'll be like, oh, I got, oh yeah, I remember that conversation when we was happy. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and uh, get, you know, take my coat off and do whatever. And, yeah. and, and, and we'll reconvene. So that yeah. even that is a boundary. But people don't think. People don't think about boundaries when you in a love in love and you in a relationship, everything just supposed to flow. There's certain things you don't like, and you're gonna have to be like, look, <laughs> not that. <laughs> I'm not her. The last one you had, I'm different. I don't like that. Can you can we not do that? <laughs> oh yes. So yes. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who hasn't yeah. been in that situation, right? Ooh. So that's something I'm bad at, though. I have all these boundaries up here. But when it comes to actually saying, hey, I don't like or hey, that's where I have my issue. Even like with that whole family thing that you were saying earlier, like that's my biggest boundary issue because I have that somebody that feels like they need to always be there. So because they feel like they need to be there, me putting up that boundary like, hey, you don't have to do all that. Hey, put that down. Hey, stop doing that. You know, they kind of feel like offended. 
So I feel like <laughs> in a certain way to be like, girl, you, you came over here to visit. Put that down. I just folded that shit up not too long ago. <laughs> Damn, you know what I mean? So it's like, that's where I have my issues at. I'd be like, I love you, but baby, I'm going to have to take my key back because this ain't what it was supposed to be for. Yeah, you got to you, you gotta do that, it, especially it, even if it's you that needs to create boundaries, like like you were saying, like in relationships and you're saying this in your head. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you why it became so important to me, because as I got older, I was a, I'm not able to handle stress like I used to. Right. It affects me Ooh. like like headaches and just anxiety and stuff like it, it, it messes with me physically right mm-hmm. so my fear mm-hmm. of having to go through that was the reason why i had to be like look i got i have to make sure that i'm okay stop for me then it became more stern because it's serious like yeah. i'm gonna check out because i'm helping you clean your bathroom yeah nah nah let if even if you got to hire somebody to come over and clean that thing, I, I if I got to pay for it, I'd rather do that, but I got to take care of me first. Mm. So, like, if you're in a relationship, this is how you do this. When you first start the relationship, you established communication rules and boundaries before you get so far gone that you don't even know how to talk to them about it, right? Mm-hmm. So you'll sit down early and say, look, it's going to be some things you're not going to like. It's going to be some things I'm not going to like. But I want to be able to come to you. No judgments. To be able to tell you how I feel so we can understand each other better. When that time comes, this is what's going to happen. Because I don't want you to be upset or afraid to talk to me. Mm-hmm. In the future. Not today. That day is going to come. And I'm going to be a little hesitant to talk to you. I don't want to feel like that. So what can we do to make sure that doesn't happen? What do you need from me? What do I need from you? And once you have that open dialogue, because y'all still in the honeymoon phase, ain't nobody got no extra stuff yet, yet. Then when it happens, you can be like, babe, remember we had, remember we, remember we (laughs) did the fist bump on that thing? This is, it's now. (laughs) I'm going to need you to chill and let me talk so I can tell you how I feel with no judgment. We're going to talk it out. And hopefully that person respects that conversation and that Mm -hmm. kind of, um, contract that y'all kind of signed yeah before you got there that's what i try to teach people because i know what it, a lot of us know what it feels like when you in there and you like dang i i shouldn't tell them this because how they gonna react so now i'm gonna just not i'm gonna just sit on it and you keep sitting yeah. on it but you're gonna be pissed off just watching them walk in the door like the hell you coming, <laughs> why are you coming in the door oh yeah you live here too shit all because you can't talk you can't you can't let them know how you feel about something you didn't settle that thing for years yeah. <laughs> you See, that's that's like, when you talk about it like a new relationship it'd be like yeah i can do that but it'd be them people that you already have stuff established with the family members. And like you said, the jobs where it'd be them people. It's tough. But like I said, you gotta, you gotta, you have to put you first. And when you think about it like that, like oh. I need to be okay. Mm-hmm. And you really like, really like think about what that really means. I am yeah. doing this for me, not you. I'm making sure I'm okay for me. 
Because at some mm-hmm. point you're gonna have to respect that I matter too. It's not just about you. And you're gonna have to you're gonna have to let them know that you're serious about it. It's not easy. Trust me, it's definitely <laughs> oh, not yeah, easy. Yeah. It's hard to do, but the 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 other side of it, the outcome of it on the back end of it is detrimental to your mental. Mm. Ain't but so much we can carry. We think we can do it, but it it, it it's really not. You know, you may not necessarily suffer through like the stuff I deal with with stress, but in the back of your head, you'd be like, man, I don't feel like going over there. Well, if you don't feel like going over there, maybe you should just sit at home and chill because maybe that day is a day where you need to sit down and get yourself together. But you're like, nah, I got to do it because who else is going to do it if I don't? Mm. And then that one day comes when you can't do it. Then they'd be like, oh, you know what? I got it. Yeah, I know you got it. Oh, you can do it without me. Okay, cool. Now... This is what we about to do, because <laughs> yeah, most most situations it gets handled because of whatever it is. They're gonna find a way. They're gonna find a way. Yeah, you you right, you right, because you do your table. Because I'm looking at, and I know my mama might watch this, but I'm coming <laughs> over there, and I'm like, yo, like who clean? Yo, the bathroom's clean. It's always the bad. Like we can't get down on that, get down on the floor like we used to, and, and we need. Help. I be coming over there. I'm like, oh, yo, the bathroom clean. Who did that? Like, oh, so, so so it wasn't really about you needing me to do it. Somebody did it. I don't really care who did it, but it got done without me. Because I live like an hour away. Like, I'm coming over there to do that oh. and then go home. Like, oh. nah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, wow. Okay. And I, I can see that as well. But you know what? A lot of the, the older people, I'm noticing that people, even younger people, are doing TikTok. Be telling it all. They get the the little the mops. Like go to the dollar store and either get the mop or the sponges and clean the tub that way, to where they're not yeah. having to bend over. Yep. So wait, wait, it, wait huh? Yeah. A mop to clean the tub. It's a clean. It's a clean mop. You you buy clean mop and that's specifically oh, for the tub. For the tub. But yeah, it's for those okay. that can't like get on the what did you my mind went left because I'm like, so you gonna use the same mop? No, 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 no. It's the bathroom flow with to no. clean the tub. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, no. My bad. No, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I hope no. it's a clean mop. Put like that. Yeah, that's all right. I hope. But and then you got the tub thing like why I smell like this? Yeah, shit, you know why. But anyway, so <laughs> that was <clears throat> that yeah, <laughs> that part. So I know Derek, me and uh Nico Pinks had hit you up <laughs> about this situation for a couple of reasons. So when the Jim Jones <laughs> and his mama <laughs> Hit the scene about the situation about teaching him how to kiss. We mm-hmm. definitely jumped in the inbox and asked, um, first of all, hello, we, why is we kissing our mama? <laughs> why? And you said that that was a boundary. It, it- <laughs> That's beyond the boundary. That's beyond the boundary. That's that's behavioral. Yeah, I don't. I don't. 
it's a it's a boundary that 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 you shouldn't cross. It's certain it's certain things that that we would hope that people know just from being a parent. Certain things you're not gonna do with or to your kid because it's just not. It's not, I don't know. It's not cool. This is tough. It's not, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be, <laughs> I'm trying to be politically correct. But yeah, that that's one of those things that fall under you should never do with your kid. Um, but here's the thing though. Here's the thing that that's perplexing. She didn't find anything wrong with it. No. So Bingo. To her, there wasn't a boundary there. Mm-mm. And he didn't. He was young, so he didn't he probably okay. know that. So it falls into this this gray area, right? I don't. I don't know. I don't you know. You think it's a gray area, or you, you... no? It's great. It's great in the sense for me that when we look at it, we say, "Oh my God!" Like, and I I don't know them. Oh my God! They she broke the boundary, right? But let's say her mama did that with her. So it doesn't seem like it's a boundary for her. And he's a kid, so he doesn't know any different either. So do we now say she's a horrible person because she did this? Right? The act is wrong. Yeah. You f- you follow where I'm going? Yeah. 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 Because, no, no. yeah. like, for me, when I heard it, it raised a whole bunch of questions because um, the first my first question is how... How many times did they do that? Right, we don't know. Was it, like, yeah, like, was did she continue till he got it right? And then, like, and oh then man, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm being dead. I'm being dead ass serious. I'm being so serious. Like, did she continue? And then the question, but when they showed the picture, and I hate to say it like this, <laughs> I said it, it made sense. It made mm-hmm. sense. So I was like, because the way she looked, look, look like she's still getting it in. And I was like, okay, now nah, it, it makes sense. But at the end of the day, you still have kind of, like you said, the boundaries. She said, fuck the boundaries. <laughs> she said, she, she said, the boundaries, what's that? What's that? But that that's a whole, whole heap of... But, okay, since we're talking about that, though, what about like um because I had a conversation with a, a a couple people and we were talking about hugs, hugs, like simple hugs. Um somebody told me that if you're in a relationship that you're not supposed to hug nobody. Like mm, nobody what? At all. <laughs> right. And that's what I said. I'm like, what? And they was like it was like, yeah, because that's you're crossing that that line. You got to have boundaries with your friends and stuff like that. But <clears throat> excuse me. So, what are, what are your thoughts on something like that? Is that extreme or is that just like? <laughs> There's different kind of hugs, though. I thought I was like, so I... that I, I'll hush because that wasn't my question to answer. Go ahead, go ahead. I'll hush. <laughs> I mean, I, I if you got this, a this, comment, this, this, like this is, I know it's some ingredients in that pot that could come up for this answer. Cause 
it's it smells it's it stinks of insecurity to me. Mm. Um, it's the same way that I feel, and this is my opinion about people who get in relationships and they say past or present or future, you are not allowed to have a friend of the opposite sex ever. Oh. Mm. I don't understand. I unless Come you on, really bro. Just, Talk to me now. unless you really just don't trust your partner. They feel Talk like if you now. if you have a friend of any type of the opposite sex, then you're gonna be uh subdued and, and you're not gonna be able to control yourself. <laughs> I don't I don't I mean either you either you trust me or you don't like you telling me. I'm a business owner. I got to network and connect with people. I, I work somewhere and I got female co-workers and we've been working for 10 years. I got to chop everybody off. Oh, my friend from kindergarten. We've been rocking since kindergarten and we 40 now. I got to get rid of them too? Everybody got to go? Oh, no. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> I, do I don't yeah. I, I do, I, for So real quick, I want to go back to the question that Alvy had. Uh, okay. So, so Alvy knows that we that we are paying attention. So, um, he said, I, "I'm sorry, I know I'm, I don't want to take over your show, but I want to make sure I, I touch this." You um, got it. So, what are boundaries for real? Because it's like we have to take care of your people. I think what you're saying is, we got to take care of our people. So, 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 why the boundaries? So, here's the thing, right? I'm not talking about not helping your people. I'm saying when you help your people so excessively that it starts to affect you, you're going to have to choose for you to be okay because if you're not okay, you're not going to be able to help them anyway. That's what I'm saying. If my parents call right now and say my daddy in the hospital, I'm going to haul my ass up to the hospital. But if they say, hey, Derek, I know you're busy. You've been working for 15 hours today. Can you come clean the bathroom? Come over here, drive up the hour and come right back. I'm going to be like, hold on, mom. It's not going to happen today. So you got to take it in context. Yeah. If you can do and put the world on your back, more power to you. But most of us can't do that forever. We gotta, we gotta put. You gotta say, hey, that little task you want, it's gonna have to wait. So I just wanted to address that before we got too far along. Oh, Thank you. Said you. Appreciate that. So, yeah, I know. Cause now you don't spark something in me. So it's a time limit. You put time limits on stuff. Hmm. It just depends on on who you are and what you got going right. on. Like, because we it, know like, we just... know we know what it feels like when we're overextending ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. So you got to know your limits. All we right. just yeah. we just push past it because we think they need us so much that we forget about we haven't slept or we not feeling good today. Or I got a headache and you're like, oh, but they need me, so I'm gonna push past this migraine. No, sit your ass down and, and take some Tylenol or something. Mm. Like, what what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. And I think John. <laughs> John can relate to the situation with the grocery store runs back in the day because he was exposed as well. So, um, yeah, we know what that was like. But uh, back to the little conversation with the hugs. I, I think it, it's certain hugs that probably shouldn't be done. Um, so then we got to quantify. We got to quantify. We the need level to clarify. Because, I mean... <laughs> You know, it's like, I backed off of it because it's like, you know, you got that church hug that, you know, the church hugs got some space. But if you're in a relationship, 
I don't think another chick should be having a a chest on your on your chest, y'all. Should body to body, chest to chest, or something rubbing like the hand is moving while the y'all chest to chest. If your hands is going like <laughs> Roman. He got his hey Derek got his hand up. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Let the man so, talk. So let me so let me ask you this question, right? Let the man talk. Let me let me ask you this question. Please let me let so so we're talking about types of hugs, right? Yeah. Certain hugs are not sanctioned, <laughs> other hugs might be sanctioned. Who who's gonna be walking around with the camera to make sure exactly. which one you go at the first time? That's or do you, or do you just hug. trust me? Or do you just like trust this. me? Yeah, to I make sure like that I don't do the, the yeah, I ain't finna that ain't what I'm finna do. But you know, y'all yeah. know them hugs, them hugs that say you're gonna have to police the hell out of that though. You I ain't either gonna trust your man you. or not. Yeah, I ain't police nothing. I ain't like. I'm just saying. Well, that's what I'm saying. You, you who, ain't supposed. Who, to. Nobody's really going to actively do that yeah, 24 yeah. hours a day. So mm-hmm. you got to be like, you I know ain't. what, baby? That hug you did with Teresa at church, that one is not sanctioned. Don't let that happen again. Yeah, Hopefully dude. you'll trust well, no, whatever. No. You, <laughs> we not doing but, that no more. And then got, he says, "I got you, baby. I put understand the, now." Put the Bible and like then, this. This the Bible. Yeah, like, measure. like put the Bible like this. How much space y'all like? But that's like that's 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 still boundaries, right? It, I mean, it is because I ain't gonna lie. John making vouch for this too. It was some freaky deacons at my at at church, and some of them hugs and that little arm be trying to slide. Yeah, like you 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 know who you could hug you at church. What kind of church you go to? The Church of Magic City. <laughs> Would you you know what? See, you, 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 <laughs> you go to that hell, go to, hell is really hey, hot. Hey, hey, you go to uh, King of Diamonds Baptist Church. <laughs> so let's so, so look, let me ask this question. So so the sentiment is in this scenario that there is no human being that I am able to hug just to make sure that you cool. Oh, you can yeah. hug, but you know some folks, you just know. No, 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 no. What's the but tell me what the rule is. The rule is, I, 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 don't, I don't like hugs. It's like, hey, hey, it little, you know. Yeah. I'm not gonna be. So okay, I'll, I'll say it. Go ahead. I'm not gonna hug Duriel the same way I would hug my dude. Duriel would get a church hug, but my man gonna get the body well, to that's, body. That's, hug. that's because your ass short. We, but we just <laughs> we we moving the goalpost here. You are you are you. Your man is standing next to you, and you say, "Baby, <coughs> you're not allowed to hug nobody." Is that what we're saying? No, no, no. no. Ain't saying that. No. Okay, so tell me, I, I, maybe I misunderstood. Can that, can that not be like a type of a type of boundary? Almost like you know, come on, you're doing a lot of. No, it can't be. See this. It, one. So, so here's the thing, right? If I am the guy who does a lot of hugging and groping, and you say, "Baby, that's right there." That ain't cool. I get you. But I thought you said in the beginning that hugs were off limits or something. No, no. No, that's not what we Types of hugs. Like, don't you can't hug, you can't hug the, the preacher's daughter and your and the arms is rubbing down her back, y'all chest to chest and you I don't know what kind of dude y'all dealing with though, but I'm, <laughs> I ain't never been to, I ain't never been to a church with a with a pastor be 
They don't be folks boy, at a hood. Hey, no, a whole lot of churches don't play. We didn't had some conversations. Come on now. That's and a lot. I, man. I know that I know they were doing it behind closed doors, but not in front of everybody. Yeah, I, I don't like I, I know there's people out here that's doing all type of stuff, but I'm gonna be honest with you, right? Because I, I didn't always used to be the fine upstanding citizen I am today. Even <laughs> if I did that, even if I did that, you would never know. I'm exactly. not doing it in your face. Yeah, but some people ain't that slick. And then some people come tell you, oh, so and so hug me like this, and I'm like, mm. that sounds like there was a little mini grope session. Like if she done went to hug. And now Maybe her, her, her hands slid down to your hips. Why is her hand on your hips? I went from a hug to Nash. <laughs> they didn't well, roll to travel down to your hips. Like a mug. Y'all like, turn the hug into a damn porno. Obviously, it's just the sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> He trying to I, act like he ain't never seen no. You didn't got that church hug before from man. somebody in that body to body. Stop acting mm-hmm. like you don't somebody, know. He fronting. He is. I don't know. I'm dead ass. I'm dead ass. I, I ain't never know. had one of them, so I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I need to go to y'all church. Y'all, y'all getting groped. Yeah, we wasn't necessarily <laughs> using church per Just se, church. but that was like, an example. But that's y'all church. Time, yeah, that's it. That's, it, baby. that's that free church. Mm. No limit. See, thank you, John. Mm. Body to body ain't no church hug. We know that. No, I'm just saying, that's if, if your man is like right. to be doing that and you aware of it, that's a whole different. I, I don't. Yeah, that, that. Yeah, I'm just saying. Even in there, yeah, it's limit. That's why it's called church hug. You don't be so, my body all over your body hugging. That's a, that's a boundary. Like, Boundary. It's like they the deacon be trying to kiss you on the cool. They're like supposed to kiss you on the cheek. He ain't got to try to get some of your lips. Y'all, yeah, you know what? Y'all don't have <laughs> y'all don't have some traumatic experiences. So like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Y'all, y'all don't have church hurt. Y'all have church trauma. <laughs> right. That's why. Y'all, I'm right. Like now. for real. I'm it, still here listening to this. Like, why be a bitch? Do we need to have a session? <laughs> no, that body to body was a session. <laughs> I'm talking about all this. So, um, damn, if I could, if I could stop coughing, yeah, all right. Mm. <clears throat> you know this, the corona, the fluorona, whatever fuck this is that I got. Um, I forgot, uncoughed it away. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh, okay, yeah. So, um, okay, so Derek, even in how do we create the boundaries with parents? Because, like, when we talk about different stuff, scenario, we discussed this one too. <laughs> you got this 50 year old man that daddy told you, hey, um, take care of your mom if something happened to me. And every time, like you said, this is this. But at this time, he's also, I guess you could say, cohabitating with mama. So it's this. We lunch. We breakfast. We this. We like, it's constant. Like, you know, okay, you going to take care of your mama because daddy is gone. But where's that line? Like, for you to have that life, like, where's the... Because obviously, if you got to the point where... 
you was engaged and the person that you was engaged to then saw the the she didn't saw the signs and was like this ain't gonna end no time soon and five five um years down the line it it's still like right here like yeah how 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 do you escape that when daddy said take care of mama <laughs> at some point you have to realize internally that you're the son and not the husband um and like i said earlier you're gonna have to figure out a way <clears throat> and sometimes it's tough, especially if, you know, finances are not where they should be and they really legitimately don't have anybody else. But you're going to have to figure out a way to um, take care of yourself because that's really what it's about. And, you know, in, to the point of of even just having, um, you know, a fiance or a wife or whatever that's looking at you like mama's boy, like you're going to keep running and I'm over here and. Like, what are you, you going to have to figure out <laughs> how you're going to live your life? Because there are a lot of people that that make the decision to not have a life just to be able to, you know, make sure that their parent is okay. And I get that. But what is that doing to you internally as those years go by? So mm -hmm. you're going to have to try to figure out, like, how to make it work so that you can do so that you can kind of balance your life out or are you going to be miserable as hell on the inside yeah it feels great to be able to say you're taking care of your parent but you know some people end up having to get those home health aids or have somebody come in and cook something for them or do whatever you're gonna to have to figure that out because you're gonna your whole life is passing by you're not gonna really have a successful relationship if you're never home so like, what are you what are you doing for your kids? If you have kids, you you always at, at the house eating and doing stuff for the parent. Because we all know what happens when a kid has a parent that's present but not available. Woo. It's the same. It's 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 not cool. If you had a choice, you gotta figure it out. You're gonna have to make that a priority. And it sucks when you when your fa when you don't really have any other family helping, then you gotta figure it out. Yeah. That definitely, so, definitely. I, I, I don't didn't have a pretty. Care. I don't have a pretty answer for it, but it, it's a tough situation, especially yeah. if you really people who really, really, really have really tight relationships and bonds with their parents. Mm -hmm. It's like, what do you do? But you don't have to figure it out, or your life gets gets you know sacrificed. It's the same thing that people do when they when they um, have a kid and they like, I'm not gonna go out on any dates. For 18 years until my kid is out the house or some crap. I, we know people that are like, I, I was just spending those years taking Ooh. care of my kid. Now, mama can have a life. And I'm like, you 40 now. Ooh. Like, how many? You're going to have to figure it out. Ugly and ugly. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't yeah. realize how much, how common this 50 year old mama's boy thing is until we was having a conversation the other day from somebody at post and i was like damn this is really going down in the 50s that's kind of my dating age bracket and i'm like because you gotta think about it like this too right there's a lot of men who were raised <clears throat> by single mothers true 
and their mothers, the relationship that they have, you know, they call them son husbands, where you the man of the house, you the king of the house, daddy ain't here. And when that man grows up and he's 50, mama's probably about 70, 75. Health ain't really that well. You got to play that role. Like, that's your job, as it always has been throughout her whole life. That's I'm not saying that's everybody, but it's a lot of men out here that they they covet their mom like more than they should because they've always had to play that position. Like that that relationship goes way deeper than than the average person because yeah, they have to fill that role. Yeah, I was about to say I don't think that's a boundary. That's just the like you said the relationship that they got. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's how they that's that seemed normal to them. Um, so I got a well, it's really not a question, it's probably a comment and a question. So it's kind of playing on what y'all talking about the mama's boys, like you dating somebody, but the mom is taking care of herself, she just don't like your ass. Well, I ain't gonna say whoever you dating somebody, male, female, whatever, and the parent don't like your ass, so they try to do stuff. To to kind of disrupt the relationship. You said what? Yeah, like on that part with think like a man with the one guy that his mom was. That. Just... Yep. Yeah, I didn't see that. And, and, and it, it's his responsibility to check the mama and it's and erect those boundaries and be like, Mom, you can't be doing this because I got a wife, I got a girl now. Like you gotta, you gotta chill out. Mm. And in a lot of cases, again. Just like the scenario I just gave you, they not gonna go up against their mama because that that relationship, like you don't, you just ain't gonna do that. Mm. So it's tough, and a lot of women, or 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 even sometimes vice versa, gotta sit and, and either deal with it or 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 not. Not you have a whole parent destroy your relationship. So it's almost like you gotta choose a side. And so a lot of people are like, I'm not going against my mom, even though she's the one doing all the mess. So, again, a tough situation. Mm, when you're okay. talking about men, black men, and they mamas, there ain't nothing more sacred than that. Y'all, you That that but, choice is it's tough. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely feel to ask that question because me and Nika Pinks had this conversation when we were discussing the topic. As mothers of boys, how do we not create that mama's boy? Because that's, that's what I'm about to say. That's, that's, that's what, what I definitely don't want. I, I don't want to date one and I don't want to create one. Exactly. Like, um, eh. it's tough for a lot of women, especially single mothers that are in situations where they don't really have help. But you cannot rob that kid's childhood from them by trying to make them the man of the house. Oh no, we you cannot that. take away his independence by coddling him when he should be doing stuff on his own mm-hmm. because you build a situation of codependency, which normally which normally we see in romantic relationships but it'd be between a parent and a child. And so when that child grows up, 
Anytime they're in distress, they're coming to you. Anytime they need something, they're coming to you. When they get in a relationship, they're still coming to you. The person in the relationship with them is like, what the hell? Like, we together, we got this. And they're like, no, my mama, I got to go. So that's what I mean. Like, a lot, there's a lot of situations like this where that relationship becomes something that it shouldn't. And as that man grows into an adult, they're conditioned for all of those years to be that. It's hard for you to just, because, dang, my mama's watching this show. I got stories, but I can't. I'm going to come in and save you then. I'm going to come in and save you. So check it out. So, like, I know we're talking about, we're talking about mama's boys and stuff like that. But the same thing can go for daughters and fathers and daughters and mothers. Because mm-hmm. I've seen where... Like you were saying, everything you described, it happened in in a in in that relationship. Like the 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 daughter of the child would continuously run back to the parent, and I'm like, yeah. and I'm just like, yo, you got a whole spouse, a whole boyfriend that's really that's really trying to take care, of, handle these business. Why the hell are you coming here? Like yeah. it don't it don't make sense to me. Yeah, you're but right. It does happen on both sides for sure, and it and it's. And, and so when you talk about make trying to help make sure that that doesn't happen, just stop, stop, make, stop. Not everybody. I'm trying to be careful. Stop making that kid feel the role of what you think you're missing from the other, the other parent. Yeah. Nah, so I'm saying everybody, because that's the thing. That's for your emotions and everything else. They're not old enough to handle that. No, not at all. They're watching you crying because so-and-so is gone and they got to help you, coddle you, and make you feel better. That's not... they 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 not old enough to take all of that in. So when they grow up into an adult, they still feel like they have that responsibility. And not, on, and not, not only that, too. I believe that when that happens and they're thrust into that role, they lose that... that I shouldn't say they lose. They're stuck at that uh, emotional, um, what is it called? Emotional stage in their life yep. where now I went from being a seven, eight-year-old kid to being an adult. So when yep. I become an adult, when I get emotions, the emotions I'm going to show is of that seven, seven eight-year-old kid. Yep. So yep. I'm going to throw temple tantrums. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get upset. I'm going to do all of this stuff when I, when I can't. Uh, when I want to express myself. Yep. And even as a parent, right? Let's say you did this and your kid turns out this way, then it then the then the boundary responsibility reverses itself. You, mm-hmm. the parent, now have to say, I'm not gonna continue to do these things to to um enable, you know, I'm an enabler of you not really growing up. I need you to do, I'm here for you, but this is this has to stop because I need for you to to have your own life and do what you need to do for yourself. It's tough because that bond has has grown over time, sometimes decades. But somebody has to be able to say one or the other, like I love you, but I gotta I gotta move my go on my own path. And mom, I need for you to live your life, you know, and do what you need to do. I'm here for you, but I can't be here for you like in that way. Because a lot of parents put re- emotional responsibilities on a kid that don't even know yeah. what those things are. 
It sucks, but I mean, you know, we're talking about boundaries. It's so many areas of our lives where we have to have them. Man. And we and we have to understand. That's where all of this stuff we're talking about, self-love and just caring about yourself. If you don't, you're going to feel like you have to extend yourself everywhere just to make you feel better, right? Yeah. It's almost like manipulation in a way. Yeah. So if you can make yourself feel good, then you don't need the external validation, right? I'm not saying don't do it. I'm saying don't be dependent on it. Exactly. Right? And that's that, yeah. a lot of times when people go running with somebody call all the time, even if it's to your detriment, it's because you need to feel better because you help somebody. And yeah. you like it when the person say thank you. That's a you. That's a you thing. You you doing that? So you gotta you gotta pull the reins on yourself and say, yo, like I'm doing this, and they and they may not even be asking you to do it. You just running. Right. You just going and doing. And that's a that's you. And yep. you gotta really say like, yo, like I gotta get myself together. Like I'm doing all of this stuff. Look at how much stuff I could be doing for myself. If I just sat down and, and just breathe for a minute and really figured out my life, like why do I why do I need to help every? I had this problem. I I did stuff for everybody for so long yeah. that that thing just had me beat down like every week, and I'm like, yo, what am I doing to myself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's right. And I know I know. Like with me, I'm like even friend wise, I'm like everybody's go to person. And even with the load that I already carry, um, with basically even being a caregiver, um, it was like it was constant. Like people know, I don't really go nowhere. I'm I'm a how I'm a homebody. I like being at the house, I'm chill, being my own peace. But it was like even with them knowing that, it was like they always expected me to be on demand. Like they mm-hmm. called, they expected me to constantly answer. And for a while, I would. And then I'm like, you know what? When I need your ass, your ass ain't nowhere around. Even if I just need to hear a ha, 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 get a motivational speech or something, just a, hey, it'll be all right, or some little pat on the back. Wasn't getting that from them. But it was like every time they call, they expect it. So if they call, you don't answer, they call back. Then it's the text messages kick in. Hey, answer your phone. I'm calling you. I need you. I need you. I need you. And it came to a point to where I had to get the Heisman on. Like, <laughs> Hold on. Like, you doing too much when you take more energy and time than my children. Houston, we have a problem. So I really had to put that, I mean, a big, thick, tall boundary like there because and deal with them. Honestly, it came down to when I felt like it. So it would be like some months would go by but sometime before I talked to them because I was like, yeah, you don't. It was like, like, like you said, being on punishment. It has to be a consequence for when you out of pocket and you blowing my phone up. For one, mm-hmm. anybody that know me know that that is a pure violation. If I don't answer the first time and it ain't no emergency, don't call me back to back. 
Because the person that you're going to get ain't the person you don't want. And probably the person that you have not experienced in your life it is not going to be good. So I really had to put that boundary up with that person because they were very demanding. Right. And, yeah, that, and just to, um, that Wayne Randolph, it says, I've seen that. Wow. So since we are seasoned, how do we set these boundaries that have been conditioning us are always setting our ways? Oh, um, you never should feel like you don't have a choice. Like when people say set in your ways, as soon as you are able to, to understand that there needs to be change, then you can't no longer use that as an excuse because you already know that something needs to change. So for the people, like let's say for an example, you need to set up a boundary with somebody that you love, right? We can't think of boundaries as this harsh thing because then we won't do it because we feel like we're going to hurt somebody's feelings. Hurt somebody's it's feelings. all about how you deliver it. So you got to be, so now your job is to figure out how to erect a boundary in a way that comes in a little softer than you saying, stop calling me because somebody, then yeah, if it's somebody you care about, they're going to be like, the hell are you, why are you talking to me like that? Mm-hmm. So you got to be able to, to go in with an approach that lets them know that you need space or you need time without making them feel like you attacking them or you trying to separate or, or um, disengage from them like for the rest of your life. It's like, like for an example, you could say, you know, hey, mom, I know you need my help because I know you're getting older, but I got some things that I need to take care of and I need to make sure that I take care of myself. So maybe I won't come as often. I'm here for you. But I got things that I need to accomplish. I'm trying to start this business. I'm doing all this other stuff. I got the kids. I got to take care of myself because I want to be here for you too. And then she could say, I didn't know it was affecting you like this. Because a lot of times they don't know until you say it. And then she could say, okay, I I understand. (laughs) Hopefully she'll say, okay, I understand, right? Hopefully. But sometimes, you know, you have people that are like, you know, nah, I still need, you know, I need you and all that. But you got to keep, you got to keep doing it because if you don't, like I said, even in my situation, it probably took about 10 times before, before it clicked. <laughs> and, I, and my, unfortunately I had to start elevating my voice. Like we just talked about this. Why do you, why do you, why are you calling me like the day after the talk? You didn't even let no time, you didn't let no time go by for it to sink in. It was like a oh, business as usual. Like, yeah. So what time are you coming? I'm not coming. We just, we, I'm coming next week, not tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, I'm, I'm sure that it hurt a little bit for her to hear that. Cause yeah. I literally like, unfortunately I had to, I had to kind of, you know, those roles reverse as the parents get older sometimes. Mm. <laughs> so so yes. I literally was talking to her like, you know, like I'm not going to do this for you. Yeah. Yeah, and then with, with some people, you have that issue where then the manipulation kicks in. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. you don't love me. If you love me, you'd be here to help me. You're going to have to. You gonna I have changed to your diaper. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm about to change yours. No. <laughs> so I'm going to get messy real quick. I'm going to go on ahead and get, get messy. So what about them? 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 Uh, noon, not noon, like midnight, 11, 12, 1 o'clock text in the morning from somebody outside of your significant other saying they just need to talk to somebody. 
you're gonna have to you gonna you gonna have to shut that down. Yo, in that situation, it's, one, it's, one, it's, look, it's your friends, it's your peoples, it's your folks. At that time of night, and you know I got a girl, we got a problem. We mm. we gonna we gonna have to talk about that because mm. that, that ain't happening. I'm not trying to be single. I'm trying to be up in here with this my girl, right? We not doing we not doing that. It's one of nah. the time that is cold. Nah. <laughs> it ain't it ain't like seriously. This this is the grown-up me talking though, because anyway. <laughs> This the grown up. This the this the grown up version of me. But you you really have to let, especially if this one of your friends, y'all y'all, that's your man or that's you know whatever it is, female friend or whatever, and they calling at that time of the night. Nah, unless you unless you your car done flipped over or something and you calling me from the from the ambulance or something like that. Nah, you gonna nah that if that thing can't wait till till the next day or whenever. We got a problem. That means you, net number one, this is how you got to look at it. You're not respecting me. Mm. You're not respecting. That's how I, That's mm. how I'm taking it. You're not respecting me. You know I got a girl and you call me at 12 at night? Mm. Nah. Baby. My how much of my boy are you for real? Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's that's like that that same late night call and they be like, man, what you doing? You sleep? Yeah, nah. Yeah, First of all, if I got a boy that's calling me at midnight talking about what you doing, you sleep. We got another problem. Cause <laughs> move <laughs> on. Hell no. no way. Hey, you you know people do it. Let's keep it real. Oh, they do, people but do yeah, no, that's my personal opinion. We got a whole other problem to talk about. <laughs> talk about what kind of pajamas you got on? <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> and I agree because I know growing up, um, even back to even back to my dad, I wasn't the only one that was catering to my dad. So if he called, people be like, "Okay, I, I got you, I got you, I got you." And that person may be trying to talk to me, and I'll be like, eh, "You like disqualified yourself because I don't want somebody that soon as my daddy call that you running over there to go do whatever for my daddy. Like, I need you to set that boundary because that that eh, eh. and a lot of guys quickly like." disqualified themselves because they was always at his beck and call. And I was like, it's, it's, it was like cool to a point. Like he called, okay, need a little something and I ain't going or, you know, maybe flat top. Okay. But every time he go, no, no, no. Yeah. That didn't work for me. I was like, yeah, no, I ain't doing it. You ain't doing it either. You going out the door. Don't come back though. Like, Toodles, cause that that that's not gonna cut it. But yeah, that that. Ooh, Lord, there's so many boundaries, Lord. <laughs> I, you know what? I like now we talking about. It, I thought of, I thought back to to a situation. I think I said it on the show. I might have been. Oh, I might have been talking to somebody where I was with somebody and. Received a phone call and I got on. Oh yeah, that one. And now, now I'm seeing like where the whole, the whole issue came in at, so I can understand that there were 
certain boundaries that were not set. What, what, which ones can you count off in that situation? <laughs> we, First of all, this ain't about me. We talking about we, this is the show. This is Derek's show. So <laughs> we're going to keep everything focused on him. No, because you just you just threw that out there. So now well, I just said Derek's running the show, but DA is on spotlight because in mm-hmm. that situation, now that you know how many boundaries was actually crossed in that situation. The phone call was one. You getting I can take up. The phone call. What's a, hold on, Paul, stop. First of all, I'm paying a goddamn bill. I can answer the phone for whoever I want to. That's the first thing. Now, the, the everything after that, I will say, yeah, I probably shouldn't have got up out of it and then and got dressed. I should have just laid up. Like they say, just laid up in it. Yeah, but, I, um, yeah. Obviously, you definitely should have shouldn't have got up out of it. Yeah, that's probably yeah. what you really should have. Ask your boy, because see, we you probably like what didn't happen here. Tell them to give you the full context. I mean, you've already put it out there on another show, so just so they know and people in the audience know what we're talking about. You know, to bring it full circle. Yeah, tell the whole story. Tell the whole story, so we can see. Don't have your epiphany now when we try to. Get, but okay. So okay. So I, hey, you know, I ain't scared. I tell, tell like it is. So it was an incident in college, um, where I was active, actively engaged in some extracurricular activity that that resulted in the movement of furniture <laughs> and uh, vigorous sweating and bodily movement. Not all that. So. <laughs> I received a phone call from a real, real close friend, a female friend of mine, and she said she needed help. And I was like, okay, give me, uh, I forgot how much I said, give me time. So I stopped my exercise, got dressed, and the, the, the my exercise partner was like, where the hell are you going? And I was like, I'm going to go help them real quick. I'll be back like that. And so... I said that on the show, and man, everything went left. Cause he ain't see nothing wrong. I, cause I, I didn't, cause that was my, that you was the homie. <laughs> cause like I said, matter of fact, I went and picked up another homeboy, and we both went. And, we and but like I, like I just with. said, like I just said, I'm, I see listening to the story, I see where there were boundaries crossed because it should have been like if, if you ain't if it ain't life limit eyesight i'll holler at you in the morning that's yep. it when we young though we place a lot a lot of importance on our friends our boys yeah, on the yeah, they come exactly. before they come before everything in the world when we when we young it yeah. don't even matter what we doing we jumping up i used to have a friend man he would be me at some chick house at and at midnight he'd be like man can you come get me i'm like hey, what he'd be like can you come get me and you know what i did i you went and got, got him. him i went and yeah. got him. I went and that's that's my boy i'm gonna yeah. make sure he don't get stranded yeah. out there yeah and it'd be the same thing we'd be doing the same thing today oh, though today yeah. though today. <laughs> i'm like nah, say today. you know they got over right that's what I'm about to say. Today you better call an Uber. <laughs> call so, an Uber. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, because that that that, <laughs> that that yeah that definitely. But yeah. we got a uh, my twin said, "How do we prevent going back to? Damn, hold on, stop moving. How do we go? How do we 
prevent going back to those ways that were there before we set the boundaries. So, so here's the answer to that, right? First thing you got to do is ask yourself why you created the boundary in the first place, right? Mm. That why has to be stronger than you going back to something that wasn't that, that wasn't in your best interest in the first place, right? We're human, so we can relapse, but that why got to be strong enough. How how much is it affecting you? And when you go back to it, you're gonna feel like that again. So that why has to be. If the why not strong, then yeah, you're gonna keep doing it because you're gonna you're gonna allow whatever it is that make you. Um, go through whatever you're going through that made you erect a boundary in the first place. It's 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 built on a weak foundation. So if you stressed out, if you're going through a bunch of stuff, that's your why. But if that why ain't strong enough, then yeah, you may relapse and come back and set try to set the boundary again. But you gotta you have to be strong enough. And like I said, it's not easy. It's gonna take time, especially if it's with somebody that you care about. But you got to stand firm on the fact, and this is what I have to t- continue to tell myself. If I'm not here, I can't even do the help. I can't do none of that. I got to put me first. Yeah. I got to always keep telling myself that. I'm like, I got to get, I got to take care, got to make sure. And I'm like, but what if I pass out one day because I'm doing too much? Then I'm not there for them. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because I know we did our vision boards for the new year, and my own personal was balance <laughs> with this balance. And it's like, okay, where I'm going to set these boundaries to get this balance? Because I got to do this, 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 and it's only me. I'm like, yeah, I just need a clone. At <laughs> this point in my life, we're just trying to get done. But I'm like, okay, where where do I set these boundaries and still get everything done yep and i always tell people if you erect a boundary with somebody that you care about if they don't want to mess with you no more then were they really like rocking with you like you thought like i you know what i mean that's, yeah. what I tell it. that's why i be telling my my um right. i'll be telling my kid this all the time like Right. Was they really was they really your friend? If you move in this yeah. little way, this other way to, to make sure that your grades are better, they now they're not messing with you. They wasn't really your friend. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I used to tell my um no, my football players that same stuff. That's like I told them um <clears throat> when we winning, everybody your homeboy, everybody your friend. I said, What's going how you gonna know who your true friends is when you start losing? Yeah, it's gonna go from we to y'all. Yep. And it, it never failed. Yeah. Yep. We won. Y'all suck. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, so now, now I'm finna say this then. We we talking about all these boundaries crossing and all this other stuff craziness. It makes it seem like it makes it makes the world seem one cold and two lonely because it seems like the world is like out for itself. And then you have to set up these walls to prevent yourself from getting drove batshit crazy. Mm. What are your thoughts on that? So so here's the thing, right? We spent a lot of time talking about family and like close friends. But when you step outside of that, it may seem like 
you know, you got to be like a boundary machine just to make sure that you don't get whatever. But the way that you got to look at it, and I talked to, you know, when I coach um, about just relationships and like people like, I don't want to date because what if they do this? And what if somebody's trying to play me or what if, and I'm like, all of that worrying you doing goes away when you take control of what you choose to deal with. Right. Mm. So now, even though we call it boundaries, when you going through life, you're not looking at it like, let me create a boundary. Let me create a boundary. You got to get to the point where you know yourself so well that when something don't feel right, that you don't even deal with it. Mm-hmm. So you call the boundary if you want to, but you get to control that the spaces that you're in, you get to control who comes in your personal space, who occupies your time. When you can control that, then you don't have to worry about suffering anything that has to create some hard boundary because you didn't even let it touch you in the first place. That's what you, that's where we need to be. If you're not in that space, which most of us aren't, then we're worrying about what people are going to do to us. Then it seems like a chore, like, dang, they're going to do this to me. So now I got to figure out how to make them not do it to me. Why are they in your life? <laughs> why? Why did you yeah. let them in? Yeah. It didn't feel good. It. You already know it's not. It doesn't. Something's wrong. Yeah. I just did. I, I literally just did a reel about this. That's somebody yeah. telling you. Yeah. Yeah. It's saying, <laughs> hey, that don't feel right. That was my warning to you. You went ahead and let it go in. So now you got to create a boundary now because they in there. No, you don't have to. Yeah. You got to yeah. you gotta really spend some time getting to know yourself. So those things that come across your path, it's going to stink. It's going to stink early because you're like, that ain't even me. Like, why am I even dealing with, like, as a man, once I got to that point in my life, it was like probably after I, after the, like, maybe the early, th- right before I met my wife, I was like, Yo, like, why am I even dealing with this chick? Because I, I don't want her to keep calling me. I'm not, like, if there's no connection, so I'm going to go ahead and pass. Now, the old me would have spent some time there, would did some extracurricular stuff, knowing that I didn't need to be there. Dang, she calling my phone. I'm going to tell her I'm working late, so I don't have to talk to her. All of that stuff... Now, you know, you got now, and now it becomes this thing that now you got to protect yourself from. I could have already knew that on the day one, yeah, yeah. True, so, yeah. all of this stuff, like yeah. I said, out the family part is hard because we know them our whole lives and we have connectivity and bloodlines and all of that. But yeah. in the out in the world, you got to move in a way where you you really can control who occupies space in your life yeah, and how much of you they can get. You control that. Yeah. But you yeah. hit something. You hit something when in that whole spiel. You said you got to learn yourself. I think that's where a lot of um, boundary issues come from because people don't learn themselves and they're nope. trying to learn themselves and be all these things at the same time. Yep, I talk about this a lot about how how we feed ourselves and make ourselves feel better through other people. 
So we allow stuff in our lives because we think it's making us feel better because we got issues and things we need to trauma and all kind of stuff. So we letting all of this stuff through the filter that shouldn't have never been there. And then we mad because they there so long and we now we trying to figure out how to get out of it. Like how many people stay in a relationship way longer because they allowed that person to sit for so long when they could have been like, yo, like, oh, this is the third date. He ain't really saying all the stuff I really want him to hear. Let me say, to, uh, why am I? Oh, cause he, cause I, cause I've been by myself for two years, so I need somebody to be there. Mm-hmm. If I can, if I had a dollar for every woman that's ever said, "Yo, I can't be by myself. I'm, I'm, I'm not used to sleeping by myself." So, and I'm like, what? So you just Bro. basically insert random dude here. You go, you gonna end up getting hurt again, and then you're gonna be back in the same. The <laughs> same cycle. <laughs> I just can't see. It's been a week and I just can't be by myself. Well, damn, you got some other stuff to work on then. And men do it too. Okay. Right. I'm not, I don't want women. We don't need to talk about women. Everybody to a certain extent got some stuff with them. And and again, like I always say on my shows, there's no such thing as a hundred percent healed, but you damn sure can work on it. Damn you can part. learn how to manage it better so that you don't continue repeating the cycle. So all of this, oh my God, I got to create all of these boundaries. It's just too much. It's going to make my head. No, you move through life knowing that when when you get to know who you are, it's almost kind of like, like you got this internal alarm system. And it's like, wait, that don't sound right. Wait, that don't. Once you get there, you're going to see like 10 million more things that you never saw when you was 25. And you're going to be like, yeah, yo, like I normally would have went for that. I normally, this dude is 6'2". I like 6'2". That... But what about the, his conversation ain't matching? It don't. Yeah, let me just go ahead and let homeboy go because it don't feel right. Once you get that superpower, it ain't even gonna feel like a boundary. It's just gonna feel like yeah. So I didn't spend that much time there, so I'm good. Let's keep it moving. I'm going on another date. I'm excited about going on another date now. I no longer can say all oh, men ain't shit now. I'm good because I'm not letting nobody in. Yeah. Unless they earn it. Yeah, because it, it's like that situation where you meet a guy, you start communicating, and then they keep asking for pictures. Or mm-hmm. it's like that that sexual line keeps getting crossed. They might want to see you your pretty smile. They want to see them. You know, white. well, they ain't asking for no pretty smile pictures. Let's be real. And yeah. you, you, you keep correcting like, dude, I've already addressed this. And then it's the, I'm going to send this kind of sexual video. Cause you keep trying to push the sexual issue and you can be vocal and vocal vocal when you get tired you like you know what block because i'm quick to block somebody for real yeah. block. yep if you if you one of these type of people that always says why do they keep doing this to me why why are all of these people trying to hurt me and why am i why are they doing this to me if you always are talking about what people are doing to you it's a you problem Say that one more time for the people in the bite. Yeah. If you're one of those type of people that's always talking about how people are hurting you and doing all of this stuff all the time, you let them in, you are attracting them, you look like bait to them. Why do I look like bait to a certain type of person that keeps looking for me? Same type of person, they find me. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. That that's not a coincidence. That's a you no. problem. Yeah. Your yeah. filter doesn't exist. You have no boundaries. 
That's why I always tell people, especially like when they're online dating or they're doing whatever kind of dating and they're complaining all the time. Mm. Oh my God, everybody wants sex. I'm like, how do you know they want sex? And that's nothing else because you entertain them. Yeah. You didn't had enough conversations with them to know that it didn't feel right and you still kept going. And now you slept yeah. with a dude and now you're like, oh my God, they just want sex no. from me. No, no, no. The vetting process no. didn't exist. No. Anybody that has to say that about every single person, I can show you somebody with some weak or no boundaries at the same time. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Because I, I talk to a lot of people like Erica from Dope Discussions. Yeah. She'll tell me every now and then about like her process of online dating and she'd be shutting up down. And I'm like, it's yeah, not difficult when you love yourself. It's not hard to shut them down yeah. when it don't feel right. Yeah. Well, sometimes but sometimes people get lonely. I'm yeah, so lonely. That's the problem. Yeah. If you get right. lonely and you got to go just randomly just get your thing off and then you're <laughs> like, but I want to be a wife or a husband and I'm looking for you. You're telling the universe two different things at the same time. Ooh. And I'm not anybody's judge. If you want to go out here and sleep with everybody, have fun doing that. If you say, I want to get yeah. on the track of finding somebody to marry, you you on the wrong path. Because you're going to have to say no a lot. Uh, <laughs> you do. Figure it you, out. You, you're going to you have do. to. You got to do a lot of knowing, a lot of blocking, and just, yep. yeah, yep. just don't even respond because people act like they're hard of hearing or they feel like, okay, if I say yep. it enough, they'll change their mind. And most oh, of us are not, most of us are not capable of having emotionless connections. Mm. People think that they can, but it's not. Brother, it say that one more time. <laughs> Holy crap. I've been most saying of that us, Like we double. think we cool, but no, no, Yarly. no, no. I had, I'm glad you said it. Cause I had, we're talking to, uh, a couple, it was a male group, and we were talking about, and they were talking talking about body counts and all that stuff. And it was like, man, and one dude said, uh, he don't have to have emotions. He could see somebody and just want to hit. I say, that's a lot because you got to have some type of connection to sleep with them. Let like, me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you where that breaks down, right? Go ahead. I just want to hit, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say I hit it and it's really good. Well, I'm gonna want, I'm gonna want some more. I want access to it, right? Well, so I'm gonna go back and hit it again. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go back and hit it. it again. One more time for me. Then when I come back the next time, she say, "You know what? I'm not available. I'll show mm. you an emotional dude the same day." Well, <laughs> it's right, there. All right, Deacon. All right, Reverend. You 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 may not call it emotional because you a man, but you mm. but you hurt because you don't have access to something that you thought. Because yeah. everybody want to think their thing is the best thing in the world, and she well, ain't gonna want nobody else. Again. Let let her disappear for a while. You are gonna be hurt. Let the somebody Your else. ego gonna be underneath yeah. the underneath, under the, on the whole yeah. other side of the planet. On the floor, they on the couch with a blanket well, eating hog and dogs because they yeah. and them, they having a whole watching moment. watching watching think like a man. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <coughs> or watching the show. On yeah, you you. I've, yeah. I've been I've been out. You know, I've been <coughs> out there. I've been out. I've been out in them streets. And when mm-hmm. you think you the man and you got somebody you that like we so we so cocky that we'll go into it like I'm not I don't have no emotions but you don't want her to go nowhere because your ego mm-hmm. you like I, I want you to stay yeah. here but I'm gonna Put keep on moving let her not be available. Mm. 
Let her no. Let say you know what i think since we're not you know we're not together it's good like i like you know coming over you like coming over mm -hmm. it's amazing but johnny over here i'm I'm gonna go ahead and um see what he talking about you're gonna be like you who because he's he doing us yeah because he's doing you gonna sleep with him i probably will <laughs> that's what happens when you meet somebody you like you know maybe i yeah like they say when you when you you move your feet you lose your seat yeah, and the and the doors of the church are open. Is there one? Is there one? <laughs> I I when that whenever whenever a man says he don't have any emotions, I'll be like, you damn mm. liar. Like, rough, damn liar. And we'll, but I they will argue with thing. you and fight you to the ship sink like the Titanic to tell you that you are lie. I was saying the same thing. I was like, bro. He dudes that cry when they team don't win on football. <laughs> like, bro. come on, man. <laughs> man. Stop. Them Cowboy fans were sick. Hello. Real sick. I was like, oh, y'all going to be all mm -hmm. right? Yeah, it was a lot of crying going on. A lot of emotional people. So, like, oh. So it's fair to say that uh, boundaries are, are just boundaries are specifically for that person. So everybody's gonna have different type of boundaries and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, we are only we only create these boundaries once we understand what we want women yep. and and what we want what we decide to deal with. Yeah. I'm just the, trying to recap thing, so everybody that's watching understood. Like, yeah, the okay. key the key here is stop looking at boundaries as being a negative thing that you're imposing on someone else. It's for you. Ooh. It's for you. It's just exactly. like when you forgive somebody. Forgiveness is for you, not them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. most definitely. Yes. Yeah, that, that, that like is a definite. And I think that's also one of them hard things for people to get to that place of realizing that it ain't about you is it's, they not losing no sleep because you mad at them and you don't talk to them it's yep. you that's dealing with it yep. and when you don't let it go it, it do affect you it, it causes anxiety it triggers people <coughs> like it puts you in a bad place so yeah people the people really don't they don't get that yeah and that's why, you know, when we do shows like this, when I do my show, we we didn't grow up with this much access to information and understanding. And so that's why it's important to kind of put this information out in the universe because definitely it's needed. It's a lot of people out here suffering unnecessarily that that really just need to hear this these messages because that that whole thing about boundaries, I I like I'm 48. I probably didn't start erecting them for real until maybe like two three years ago. Mm. So I I literally like carried everything on my back my whole life, and thought that it was cool because I'm a man. That's why your ass about to kill over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for real. That's why your ass about to kill over. I I can't talk because I I I didn't start doing it till I was like 40. Cause I was like, this shit crazy. Like everybody else happy but me. Nah, nah, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Wayne Wayne Randolph says, so is it true when we say it's not you, it's me? Sometimes. And sometimes people use that as an easy way to get out of something too. So it ain't it ain't always 
You're that's right. a way for you not to hurt their feelings. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, you you are definitely right. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Pinks, you all right over there? You yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I'm taking it all in. I'm just like, woo. You got the yeah. look. Yeah. Yeah. The look yeah. is there. Yeah, it, it's definitely there. That's so, making you think a lot, huh? It, it all, you know how I get. I always start to think back when I'm listening. I start processing. I'm like, yeah. But look, here, here's the one thing, the last thing I want to say about, about what you just said. We have to realize that once we have these epiphanies about our past and our patterns, once we know that it was wrong or we did something wrong or whatever, you no longer get to use that as an excuse because mm. now you have to start fixing it. Ooh, fix it. If you don't know and you like, I don't understand, I got you. You can claim ignorance. But once you say, yeah, I did that because my mama did this to me when I was five. Now you might need to go see a therapist, but at least, you know, like now that you know what that is, you know how these people be like, oh, yeah, I do that because I didn't have a dad. No, no, no. You can't keep doing it now that you know that that's what it is. You, yeah. you got to go figure that thing out now. You got a starting point now. Yeah. Yeah. That was something that I, that like, I, somebody literally had to check me on that mm. um, some years ago and was like, you keep telling me you know what the problem is. So now you can't keep saying I know what the problem is and they keep doing the same thing over again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That that's true. That that's very true. And sometimes people just are because of routine, people don't even realize they're doing it because they've been doing yeah. it. So I get a lot of a lot of people that come to me for coaching or, or advice or whatever, and they be like, They'll start it off because they already know I'm going to ask them some qualifying questions. And they be like, well, I already know I got daddy issues. So let's just move past that. I'm like, no, no, no. We can't just move past that. You you know you got daddy issues. So this is why I do what I do. No, no, no. no. You got daddy issues. You might need to have to figure out why. And why is it that, that may be beyond me? You might need to go talk to somebody that got some more credentials than I do to make sure that you... Get on a better path. We're not going to keep yeah. repeating stuff to you 60, talking about, oh, yeah, mm -hmm. I still got daddy issues, and I, I I found out 20 years ago. No. Oh, Lord, We're not no. doing that. We're not doing that. You're not going to be healing for 15 years. Like, stop. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't let none of that. <laughs> no, that's, why, that's when it turns into an excuse. It, it already is one. It's, it's a built-in excuse. I already know I'm going to screw up, so it's because of my daddy issues. Like, how do you keep... Come on, man. I, I could that 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 topic matter of fact, I might have to do a live on that tomorrow or something because <laughs> I'm triggered. <laughs> you know, it is funny because I think since we we've become affiliated with you, it's like that moment, it's like almost now when we be on each other's shows and somebody say it's triggered, it's almost like a plus now because it's like you're aware now. I'm yeah, triggered. You're, you're, you're aware. So yeah, yeah. Yes. That's why. Yes. I, that's why I've been telling people like you're going to be triggered when you watch my stuff. So come in knowing that. But when you leave, I'm gonna give you something to think about and be inspired. And come in triggered, be inspired. Like if you never get a point in your life where something doesn't trigger you to kind of like have that thing, like dang, I need to move another way. Then you, then you got you, you in the wrong spaces. Yeah. You you gotta figure you gotta figure it out, especially those of you who 
who have been saying for like the past decade, like, why does this stuff keep happening to me? Why do I keep? It's a pattern now. Yeah. <laughs> you have to like, I literally will tell people everybody has a dating pattern. Everybody, we all do, yeah. right? If you know that you have, a, and when I say that, they're like, no, I don't. I date different types of people. I'm like, are you still single? <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to ask yourself why all of them. Well, I keep dating narcissists. Ding, ding, ding. Oh. Okay. So, so now, <laughs> now you got to figure out why you keep picking narcissistic people. That's not them. Narcissists are going to be that. Why? Number one, why are you choosing them? Or number two, why do you, why are you like the perfect person for them to go get? Ooh. Like the flag be like, hey, over here. Yeah. <laughs> the sweetest, nicest, most nurturing people. They be like, but I'm a nice person. I'm like, that's why they keep getting you because you don't have any boundaries. You're doing too much. Ooh. It's great to be an honorable, nice person, but narcissists are looking for you. You got to be, you got to be ready to be like, no, I'm not coming over your house to cook dinner on the second date. We're not doing that. You want to do all this nice stuff? No, that's not your man yet. <laughs> Stop. Uh, <laughs> and the narcissist is like, shit, I ain't got to do no work now. Oof. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You, you Don't ask me how I know, but too. I know intimately that that's how a narcissistic tendency person works because I'm a card-carrying member. I didn't give a damn about your feelings. I look for the people that were the nicest, weakest, do everything for you the first time they meet you because I didn't have to do shit but show up. Yeah. Because you have no boundaries to the topic of the show. When you have no boundaries, you are perfect bait for a narcissist. Damn. Damn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> narcissists yeah. look for the lowest hanging fruit and you hang low when you don't have any qualifiers Ooh. or any boundaries. It's cake. Because nine times out of ten, you've been hurt before. You the, you you've been by yourself for a little while. Perfect. Mm. So all I have to do is not be them. Easy. Damn. So since you said that, yeah, have y'all seen them? How does shit? Uh, is it a ship 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 ship? Have yep. you seen the show um, Ready for Love with uh, Netflix? Yes. Tommy? Yep. yes. I love so, that show. So I just saw it yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yesterday. A friend of mine showed me. She was like, you need to look at this. And, da, 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 da. and, I'm, and I'm watching this shit. And I'm just like, <coughs> I forgot what. I, this the one when it was in Atlanta. And I'm sitting there looking. And I'm just like, everything you're talking about, I'm just like, yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. She's one. She's been hurt. Then I'm like, okay. Looking at the dudes, like, yep. He's, yep. He's manipulating. He's doing this. He's doing that. And I'm just like, and I had to sit back and like, wow, that's that's crazy. But here, here's the lesson in what you just said, right? You see how easy it was for you to detect who was full of shit and who was doing yeah. whatever? It's not like you're sitting on some supernatural skill. You just right. paid attention. Mm-hmm. That's the key. <laughs> that's yeah. it. Pay attention. They be like, how, people be like, can you just give me the tools on, on like, how do I make them not do this to me and pay attention? Yeah. yeah. Nobody is that good. 
that you're not right. going to notice something along the way based on who you are and what you know should fit you and what you're comfortable with. It's not like even the best player ain't that good long term. Nobody's that good. Message. Anybody who's watching this right now, nobody is nobody. that good. No human right? being on the planet uh-huh. is that good. I used to say, I used to say we did a study where they said the best con artists could keep up alive from six months to six to eight months. After that, it starts to fall apart. The Ooh. only reason it even lasts that long is it requires you to be emotionally weak. That's it. That's the key. It's six months? No. Your emotions are driving the relationship. That's the problem. There's nobody that tell I'm telling you this like I know rain is wet. <laughs> nobody can defeat your logical decision making brain who is watching behavior against what they tell you they're gonna do for you and all of Ooh. this. Something's mm. not gonna match up logically. Mm. No nobody is that good. There's some good liars out here, but they still their movements gotta make sense. Very That's good. how these dudes, these married dudes, and these all of these people, they be like, you can't maintain a full-blown marriage and not move funny mm. and go pick your kids up from school and do all of this, and you telling somebody you single, there's going to be some <laughs> access points that you're supposed to have access to at his girlfriend, and it's not going to match up. It can't. Yeah. The only time that I've seen people get fooled is if the person is married they don't have they may not have any kids and the wife is like she travels all the time so yeah. she ain't never home but outside yeah. of that nah yeah nah or different dude just out here running the streets sleeping with a bunch of women you're not going to have a, as much access <coughs> to him cuz he's got to keep putting those notches in he can yeah. be like yeah i got to i got to get home to go to work at 3 a.m. no you don't sir that something changed yeah, you gotta get home your wife. Y'all watch the lifetime movies. Y'all see how I go. It's sometimes it's real life movies, it ain't always lifetime. <laughs> That's why it's hard for me to even like like do these one-on-ones with people because I'm like, it only really took me like two minutes to figure out what the problem was. And I'm like, now I gotta charge you for an hour. <laughs> well then. Yeah. It was like yeah, this was easy. Good thanks. You thanks. And it's not like here's the thing, right? And I'm I don't, I don't I don't even know whether I should say this, but it's so I have a lot of life experience, right? But it's not like it's rocket science. The stuff that a lot most people go through, I'm like, you went to his house on the first date. Ooh. You talked to him one time. Well, we grown. Yeah, you grown, but you a woman. He could have beat your ass and threw you somewhere like. Your safety don't even matter. Ooh. So have you seen the case of the black girl that met the white guy and woke up? Well, not so much as woke up. Let me not say the black people turn woke up dead. But the next morning she was dead. He and I know first of all, how you wake up dead? You know old folks (laughs) say wake up dead. They that, that's that's what I said. I wasn't gonna try to say the old folks saying and say what woke up. But here's dead. the thing, right? People can say, "Well, that's extreme. That's that's not like everyday thing, right?" But here's the thing, right? If you really 
are trying to find, these are for the people that are really trying to be on the path of finding a long-term relationship, right? Mm -hmm. Your safety means so much that this person now have access to you in ways that they have not earned. So that means he may not kill you, but he can do drive-bys. He can mm. see what you're doing. Mm. If he comes to your house, now he know where you live, where your kids live. They may not, they let's say you and your and your your baby daddy split the time in half. Your kids still come over there. Your parents come to visit you there. And you do, and you like, forget all that. I need me some 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 stuff. <laughs> what? Yeah. Come on, Damn, man. That's why I'll be like. They go deeper than that. That's when, casing, that's when they start casing the joint. Like, oh, she do this and she all she got this, she got that, or he got this, he got that. Ain't let me tell you something, man. And this is the grown-up me talking. <laughs> Ain't no D or no P that's that serious to go chase after that soon that you yeah. give up all men too. You got your own place you done paid for and work for, and she and she you you gonna bring her you you bring her to your crib after the club. She know where you live, player. Like okay. really? <laughs> like, what? You ain't even getting a hotel. You taking her to the place where your kid come every other weekend. Stop. And then you wake up with your car key, and you looking like what happened? Or you tried to ghost? Oh, but they know where oh, you live word. at. Or worse, I, I had a couple friends that got set up like that. Set up and robbed like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. it's crazy. And this is so this, so the, here's my point, right? And I know we may be on like a whole bunch of tangents. You don't know this person, right? You put a lot of faith in this person. Women, yes. when your emotions, because you're so pressed, your emotions are like. Oh my God, he likes me. Let me go. He he must really like me if he invited me over his house. Oh my God, he's cooking me food. <laughs> like that. So so the dinner that made you to forget you got a kid and in in your safety and what the, what? It's that easy. It wasn't the dinner. It was the other D word. It wasn't the dinner. It was the other D word. And I'll be listening to these stories like. It's yeah, not like they did that and then they then they like oh they come to me because they got issues with it. They're like, I didn't know he was you didn't require <laughs> him to do anything. You set the bar now. You said yes, I'm coming over. Now you didn't you signed a contract that said you he gotta take me out. You ain't mm. gotta do nothing. You got me, you got it. Oof. And I'm mm -hmm. like, you wanna you wanna find a what? A husband. Nah, sis, you you you're not looking for a husband. Mm. These be the same women they sleep with. I'm going to. They be they be in there with the dude, and they be like, I don't like the way condoms feel. I feel like you're safe because you seem like a nice guy. Them chicks. Mm. Yeah, because that emotion then kicked in. That sex then kicked everything <laughs> out the window. And sex right here. There's sex on the brain, literally. Yeah, nah, then they get mad because they get pregnant. Yep. And then they be like, he he didn't he's not being the dad that I want him to be. You think? <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> anyway, I'm I'ma shut up. 
that that's what's happening like the one girl i think it was ig where she posted she met the dude and then she caught the 12 18 hour flight to go on a date and turn around and then come back i was like you you are you crazy like where where was the common sense why the red light wouldn't like flash like what like i said a lot of this stuff be so outlandishly silly to me. I'm like, you don't even need me for this. Like, like these long distance relationships, and the and the women be like, yeah. So I flew out to him to meet. What you did? Wait, Pause. you flew out to him in a city that he that he lives in to his house. Them them really. <laughs> You don't know anybody there. You're the woman. Forget if he paid for the flight. You in his city, in his domain. With no help. None. Because you cause you're like, I got flued out. Look at me. <laughs> you look, you got kids. You silly as hell. Stop. I I got flued out. (laughs) Not flu. Flued. It's so (laughs) dumb. I was on Clubhouse. Like when Clubhouse first started, they had all these rooms talking about um, come find out what's the best way for you to get flued out. Like we're going to teach you how to. What? (laughs) And the room had like 900 people in it, like women. Oh, no, partner. That ain't what we. And then <laughs> they be they be calling me talking about. I'm just trying to figure out how I can find a husband. Keep getting flued out. What am I doing wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Come yeah. on, man! Stop no. using flues. You be. Because <clears throat> I know when when I had a long uh, dated long distance. When I tell you from like the first. Maybe eight to ten visits. I had both of my brothers with me <laughs> when I went. We went when they came to visit him. It was a group, like we was never. We had everybody, our brothers, cousins, whatever. Like we was in a group. It wasn't no no solo dolo here. Yeah, we didn't do none of that. And that that wasn't even in the game plan. Yeah, I used to do that. I used to do that. I used to go places, but I, I and that and that's the thing, right? We talk about boundaries, right? Yeah. The dude, if you're a woman and the dude says, "Yeah, so why don't you come fly out here?" Boundary, sir, I don't do that. Yeah. I used to. Uh, I, used to I, I don't. That's not. That's not how this is gonna go. If you want to get to know me, I'm not sure who you've been dating before, but th- this is my. This is a boundary right here. I don't. I don't do that. I don't fly out to dudes. They fly out to me. Mm. Say it like a pimp. <laughs> Say it with your chest. Yeah. I used to. I told. I used to fly out, but I used to always travel with a pistol. Play me, you want to? Turn this bitch into the wild, wild west. <laughs> yep. That's just me, though. I'm silly like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, gangster. Yeah. Will Smith. 
real. Okay, Will Smith. Will Smith was in Wild Wild West. <laughs> oh. Mm, it's okay. I think I need an inhaler because I can't stop coughing. What the hell? That's, the, that's that after COVID. I thought. I told you it lingered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So boundaries, huh? Boundaries. Mm. For real, that needs to be a shirt. Boundaries. Don't start. Don't start. Because she ain't going to do it. She ain't going to do it. Don't start. She ain't going to do it. What they say, do it for the right. I ain't going to do it. That's what she's going to do. I ain't going to do it. We'll put it in the memory bank. See, the issue issue with boundaries, right, is that if you feel like you have to put up boundaries in order for you to protect yourself, Mm. you're going to weed out a lot of people and then you're going to be by yourself for a while. Mm. And that's the part that hurts. It should make you question people, though. If If you have to put up boundaries... It should make you question, like you said earlier, it make you question their intention. It will, but here's the thing. Because you have that erected, you're going you're gonna to move a whole bunch of people out the way because of it, which means you got to sit longer. And some mm. people can't sit long. Mm. So they're like, you know what? Let me go ahead and... Yeah, let, let, me, let me go ahead and relax this boundary just so I can... <laughs> and that's when you screw the whole thing up. Yeah, it, it's cold outside. When it's cold outside, girl. They yeah. they they rabbit they they rose ain't ain't charged up. <laughs> wow. What? They the, rose don't mind ain't charged up. Don't mind All right, y'all. I'm on East Coast time, damn it. I That's got you. Yeah. I got you. I was cutting off and then you got deep and went down the rabbit hole. And then my, bad, my, bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. We was like, like we was taking night, it all in. Thank you. Thanks for coming out. Yes, we was taking it all in. So definitely that. Um, like I said, we always appreciate <laughs> you. Um, outros, DA, Nick Pinks. Hey, nothing in me. Get you some goddamn boundaries. Get you exactly. Some. Men too. Men too. Yes, and then get flued out. Just kidding. <laughs> um, Derek. Uh, Give your info in case somebody needs some life coaching, some relationship advice. Derek is really, really oh, a Jesus. great source because we, me and Nika Peaks, bug the hell out of him. <laughs> we do. Yeah. It's all yeah. good. I love y'all. I love y'all. Yeah, just, definitely you know. much love. Love you back. Um, I mean, the gems are just awesome. So, yeah. yeah. Just go to um, relationshipgumbo.info website and everything funnels through there. Make sure you follow me on Instagram because those pop-ups be real. So I do a lot of pop-up Instagram lives. You just don't know when it's going to happen. So you got to follow me to get the notifications. Get it while you can. You got about another month. And then then you're going to be like, damn, I got to pay for this. Yep, you do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to still do the pop-ups, but I got to save my best materials for the paywall. I got to make sure you got to get a barrier for entry because... Oh, relationship gumbo, like the, the word relationship gumbo, like the food dot info. So, and that hosts the, the life coaching, it hosts the podcast, relationship gumbo podcast is every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Um, the Instagram lives pop off, and then mm. within the next month, you're going to get a relationship 
online course academy that you can kind of pick and choose your topics and you'll get the same energy. You're going to get the same information, but it's going to have structure and you can get it on demand. Yeah, that now that's what's up because um, I, I catch them when I can at work. I always try to have my headphones so I can be plugged in and he does. He dropped great gems. It's like it's going to be some comedy just like tonight in there. <laughs> it's so funny. But it's a lot of real great information. And yeah. like I say, we always appreciate you, Derek, because we always have a great time when you come on. Um, so it's it's just it's just awesome. It's learning if you want to learn how to do it right, because we know a lot of us been doing it wrong and it didn't work. Mm -hmm. Definitely tune in, check him out, hit him up because he got you. Very yep. good. Absolutely, absolutely. Most definitely. So, thank you guys for having me again. Definitely, thank definitely you for being here. Yes, definitely. So hey, we got to give them an um, honorary member shirt. Right. Yes. We we got mm -hmm. we waiting on somebody to get them shirts done. Don't you pop off of here? I'm gonna hit you. Like like you see that look. Like Swifty, you a citizen. You a citizen. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Cool. So thank you everybody for tuning in tonight. Next week. Uh, we will be talking about a return to sender. You know how like we were talking about the dating and getting flued out and stuff and them, them pictures when them person stops asking for them pictures and them pictures exchange and that it didn't work out and mm -hmm. now you want to ask, hey, can you go on and delete them all them pictures and them videos that I sent you? Hell no to the no 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 just playing. <laughs> yeah, so that's the topic next week. So I haven't week. met a person. I haven't met a person that that has deleted the pictures. A fact. <laughs> I, was gonna say that. I was gonna say that next week. Tune in next week. Tune in next week. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I. I ain't gonna. I ain't yes. gonna even ask that question. I'm gonna leave that alone because we'll be back mm -hmm. on here for a little longer. That part, <laughs> right? Pop your collar though. But uh, yeah, who who really gonna delete them? But why would you keep them at the same time? But hey, you know, hey, it might look good. You might shit. Might look. It, might. Mm. We'll find out next week. Tune in mm -hmm. same time, same yes, time. Much love, and we out. <laughs>